This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, Shelly. How are you? I'm doing good, and we're back, baby! We're back! Happy 2022, the 20-year anniversary of the best year, 2002. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what everyone's been saying. Mm. Oh, man, it's so nice to be back. We haven't chatted like this in a bit. We have not chatted in this natural format in <laughs> a minute. Mm, and In this very cool, natural way. In this very cool, natural way. And uh, I believe we have a guest. Is that correct? Oh, we certainly do. We certainly do. This week, our thrilling guest is a writer, a photographer, a filmmaker, and one of the greatest tweeters on film Twitter. What? (laughs) It's Ega Ingrid. Oh, my God. Where are those kids? Where are those kids? Where are those kids? There we go. Kids. I can't hit the kids. Come on. Oh no. Come on. Anyway, oh, they're happy. God. They're glad you're here. We gave them too yeah. long of a break. Oh. Hello, the kids. kids have gotten rusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids say hello to Ega. Ega say hello to the kids. <laughs> hello, kids. Hello, Shelly. Hello, Michael. <laughs> Hi. So thank hello. you so much for joining us this week. We're very excited to have you. I'm very excited to be here as a perpetually horny um, person. Wow, perpetually horny. What a fate. You're uh, going to fit right in here. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of being perpetually horny, you brought us 
a certain stealth sex symbol for this week. Could you tell us who we're going to be talking about and uh, which film? Uh, so we are going to be talking about Isabelle Huppert and uh, The Piano Teacher, <laughs> a perfectly normal movie where um, nothing bad happens. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I thought just... that too. Totally normal, heterodox sexuality, <laughs> nothing strange or disconcerting. Very vanilla so, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost tempted to say too vanilla for too some vanilla. years. Yeah. yeah. A bit boring, honestly. <laughs> like, can we spice this up? Come <laughs> Now, we are going to discuss the film in detail in just a bit. Just, you know, get into all the boring details of how vanilla it is. But first... Michael, I think we've got another guest who's going to be joining us for a minute. Is that right? Yes, he uh, he's going to be joining us soon. He's going to be on his way. And um, what's his name? I call him Derek, but yeah. 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 Shelly, I didn't get Shelly. Shelly, I didn't get Shelly. Shelly, I didn't get my tax return yet. I we don't have the money to afford. <sighs> We just, we just let out $7,000. That's $7,000. Okay, this is, this is tough. I mean, he, he's got his little theme song of his, but my God, it just costs so much to license that music. And, you know, I, I've got the, the clumsy little Zencaster fingers. I'm always double clicking the theme song and it has really dug us into a hole. Look, it's 2022. Forgive yourself. I forgive you. Thank okay. You. Thank you. All right, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's just, it's just frustrating, you know, because it's like, you know, we're 23 episodes in, and you would yeah. think by this point that I would have learned how to hit the buttons right. It's all good. It's all mm. good. And you know what? Drinkenstein's uh, going to be on his way in a bit. I'm super yeah. excited about... I mean, have you heard um, from him directly? Like, has he said when he's when he's going to be here? You know, that's a good question, Shelly. I haven't heard from that motherfucker in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand that we have the holidays and everything, but like... Yeah. I haven't I mean, heard... Holidays, letting... I haven't heard Holidays from... were a while ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't think You're he right. can really use that as an excuse at this point. I mean, look, last time I saw this guy, I was sitting in the movie theater. He said uh-huh. something about being sick with COVID. He coughed in my oh. mouth. He oh. gave me COVID. Oh. I was, oh. um, yeah, I, I had COVID for like a, a bit of time. I didn't um, know that it was from him. Drinkenstein, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. He's like, come see Spider-Man. I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. We saw Spider-Man. We were around a bunch of people. He was like, by the way, I have COVID. I was like, what are you doing with your, uh, your mask on, dog? Like, put your mask oh. on, dog. Oh, God. Like, oh, yeah. my God. And if it was Spider-Man, the theater must have been packed. It was packed. People coughing oh. all over the place. Did Dr. Drinkenstein <laughs> cause the Omicron wave? No, it was happening way before. I mean, I saw it on the 18th. Oh, and then afterwards, geez. we recorded our uh, our New Year's episode. And then he, you know, flaked out on it. You've got mail. You've got mail. Okay. You've got Jesus. mail. You've Whoa, jeez. He sent me a lot of... He sent me... Okay. <laughs> this guy, are those all from him? Those are all, those are all his emails. What the fuck? Look, um... All right, I'm going to open this up. I feel like he's, he's probably going to uh, not show up. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, he sent all these emails, so mm-hmm. um, I'll just open the most recent one. Clickety-clack. Mm. Password is 
password hacking into my AOL account. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and here we are. Mm -hmm. My dearest podcast hosts, I hope that the new year finds you well and in good spirits. Pun very much intended. Oh, While boy. watching this week's film, I found myself inspired to embark on my own destructive psychosexual affair. What? So, unfortunately, oh, wow. I find myself occupied and unable to join the recording. Oh, However, as a tribute to the various bodily fluids expelled throughout the film, oh. I have included... A recipe from my dear friends at the International Bartenders Association for a Bloody Mary. Oh, that's kind of in Aww. poor taste, I think. That's, I think that's in really poor taste. Jeez, um, oh. I mean... Louise. <laughs> oh, I don't care for that. I don't care for that. I mean, do you do you guess that he? I mean, assume I assume he's over COVID now, right? Or he wouldn't be going I, around starting a psychosexual affair. Right? You know, it would be this motherfucker's way to get over COVID or feel like he got over COVID and then jump into a bunch of people's throats. Oh. Um, God damn. Fuck this dude. Yeah, this this is not a great guy. I, new like, year, I know I've said before, me. but this guy is... Oh. He's garbage. You know, I was you like really excited about this cocktail thing, guys. I mean, hard. you know, it's a okay. good drink. It's a classic drink, but I, man, I just I hope that he's not spreading his COVID germs all around. But I, I, I don't know. Anyway, maybe you should check the rest of those emails. It sounds like he's got a lot that he wants to catch up on or something. Um, yeah. And and also let him know. Oh my that... god, these are these are just these are these are nudes. These are like very intense. Oh my nudes. god, these oh, are intense no. nudes. I didn't. They're not bad. Um, yeah. I I will forward them to you both. Okay, Clickety-clack. You. Mm. Um, um, you've got mail. You've got mail. Oh, you've got oh, mail. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he signed a lot of nudes. Wow. You can open them. You can close them. I don't, it doesn't matter. I mean. <sighs> okay. Um, I will definitely um, just, you know, uh, save, save those for later. Just, um, you know, just you know, to see what um, he's up what, to. What that's all about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, Michael, I know we just met, but yeah. uh, since we're talking about piano teacher and mm. um, I feel like this guy and you have sort of like a toxic relationship. <laughs> Very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> That's an interesting how, insight. How many times have I said this, Michael? How many fucking times? Shelly, I don't know. I don't always listen. I, I this, you say stuff I and I don't. So many times. I tune out just, sometimes. What do you want from me, Shelly? Does he hear it when I say it? No, no. But maybe, maybe when you well, say you know, it, he'll hear it. You know, sometimes it's better when like a stranger tells these things because mm -hmm. you know you're an outsider. You can see some things, and yeah, yeah always. Letting huh. you down, mm. always letting you wait. You know, yeah. these things are important, Michael. You gotta take care of yourself. Hear that, Michael? Huh. I mm. do hear that. Mm. Thank you so much for that, again. Jesus. Of course. Oh my god. Send this up fifty million fucking times. Uh, uh <laughs> listen, you what why don't you go tell him that? Why don't you go tell Derek that? Why don't you tell him? Because apparently this is all making toxic, sense to you now, and I'll, I'll toxic, read. What is toxic? Toxic relationship. Oh it's a toxic relationship, just like a normal yeah. relationship. Yeah, 
but it's poison for me. Right. Well, speaking exactly. of poison, speaking of That's poison, okay. I'm going to read mm. out this recipe, okay? And so Please maybe do. you you tell Derek, I, I don't know, fuck relationship. off. <sighs> oh my God. Anyway, this week's cocktail is the Bloody Mary. Ingredients include 45 milliliters of vodka, 90 milliliters of tomato juice, 15 milliliters of fresh lemon juice, two dashes of Worcestershire sauce, Tabasco, celery salt, and pepper to taste. Stir all the ingredients gently in a mixing glass with ice and pour into a rocks glass. If requested, you can serve with ice and pour into a highball glass. Then you can garnish with optional celery and a lemon wedge. And that is a bloody memory. Very good read, Shelley. Thank you so much. I was worried that I was out of practice, but it felt really good. No, you you absolutely nailed it, and um, I I have some news from my conversation with uh, Derek. Um, so he actually said he agrees that this is a toxic relationship, and it's toxic that I'm telling him he's toxic. Oh my and god! Then he's you know I talked through the list of you know hey you never show up you're always making me wait, and he said you know you're kind of just like he he told me that's just not what's happening. Um, and I'm, you know, just kind of, he told me I'm being dramatic. Um, so. Well, that's, um, that's gaslighting. Look, his point is about what is gaslighting? Yeah. You know, girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight, all those things. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. I gotta look up some. If you want to learn about healthy relationships and psychology, you really ought to get on Twitter because you can learn a lot on there. I'm scared of Twitter. Everyone hates Spider-Man there. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else about Twitter is pretty healthy and non-toxic, I would say. Um, But do watch out for the Spider-Man stuff. They hate, they hate, they hate it so much. (laughs) I'm surprised that you still like Spider-Man after this experience that you had there. (laughs) Um, Hey, look, you know why 2002 is the best year of human history? Hmm. I didn't tell you this. Because we were a year out from 9-11 and we'd all started to recover. Yeah, and that's also the year Spider-Man came out. May oh, 3rd, 2002. Spider-Man. Wow. It's the 20-year well, anniversary. Best one. <laughs> the best one. I had Willem Dafoe, so. It's true. Or Man. Willem Dafriend. Oh, yeah. nice. But enough about all these Spider-Men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, we are not here to talk about the Spider-Men. Not we are here yet. to talk about no. the piano teacher. <laughs> <laughs> now, Michael, could you tell us, what is the movie The Piano Teacher about? The Piano Teacher tells the story of an unmarried piano teacher played by Isabel Hubert at the Vienna Conservatory, living with her mother in a state of emotional and sexual disequilibrium, who enters into a sadomasochistic relationship with her student. Oh my god, did Werner Herzog just stop by or something? I don't know, I think he did. Wow! <laughs> I don't know, I think he dropped by. Wow, that's very interesting. <laughs> and this one was not directed by Werner Herzog, it was directed this was by not, Michael Hanukkah. No. <laughs> this was not, I just think that the the description was very um, Werner Herzog-y. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, before we get into a conversation about the piano teacher, we do have a little game. Grab my map. Don't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. 
Oh, listeners, I hope y'all are getting real slick. Because we're just chatting about some movie trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you want to start us off? I'll kick us off. really played the piano in the film. She had studied piano for 12 years as a preparation for her role as a piano teacher. She resumed practicing a year before the film was started. She got back in her hobby, y'all. She got oh, back. That, that's, in, that's so hot of her. So like, hot of she her. did that. Oh, mm. she knows how to use those hands. Mm. <laughs> now, Edgar, would you like to read number B for us? Oh, yes, I would. Isabelle Huppert's performance in this movie is favorite of actor Alexander Skarsgård. What? Another hot person. <laughs> Big, tall, hot guy. That's Good a taste. very tall, white man. <laughs> that tall, white man loves this little, tiny, white woman. It's a tall glass of milk. <laughs> tall glass of milk. <laughs> now, we're going to bring it home with number C. Shelly, why don't you finish us off? Finish, finish everybody off. Oh, yeah. cigarette. The part of Erika's mother was originally offered to Jean Moreau. Jean Moreau? Jean Moreau! Mm. Oui, oui. Jean Moreau! Oh, dang. <laughs> the great star of French cinema. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was all pretty sexy, I gotta say. Mm. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. Now, we've gotten the trivia out of the way. Let's get to the ding dang main movie. Let's get How's to the ding dang dong movie. Yeah. <laughs> now, Edgar, could you tell us a little bit about your history with the piano teacher? Like, when did you first see this movie? Oh boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was around, I think, fourteen or fifteen. Wow, great <laughs> age! Wow, <laughs> and, love it. Um, I was just getting into like. Uh, art films as they would say and I did what every 14 15 years old does so I googled uh the best European directors of all time of course and (laughs) Haneke's name came up Mm -hmm. and um the one that I could find on a website with Turkish subtitles Mm -hmm. because my English was uh not good oh it's in French (laughs) Wait. <laughs> well, I didn't know French at all. So, it's a romance well, language. The, yes. Um, so the only one with uh, subtitles I could find was Piano Teacher. Oh. Uh, so I watched it. I'm pretty sure I didn't understand it <laughs> as as I understand it today. Mm-hmm. But um, something about Isabel was just like, oh, this is this is awakening something within yes. me. Yes. And I just started watching everything I could find with her. And um yeah, you know, just a normal teenager thing that yes. happens to Yes, it really is happens to everyone who just <laughs> realized you're a lesbian, you know, who doesn't do that? Absolutely. And isn't that the most sort of like teenage cinephile thing to do to like yes. fall in love with an actor and be like I'm going to watch every single movie they've ever been in. <laughs> Absolutely. I you did should, that a lot. Um, I did that so much. Recently, I visited uh, my mom's house and mm-hmm. every single DVD I owned, 
was you could tell that it was about my obsession cycle with an actress. I love like it. there were like fifteen Anne Hathaway movies on DVD. <laughs> oh, amazing! And like including like real like stinkers. Oh yeah, there was one. Uh, one of them was Passengers, a movie I'm sure no one has seen, nope. where Anne Hathaway's plane uh, crashes or some shit like that. I don't know. She's really hot in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that it. was my introduction. Oh, very interesting. And what about it? What about Isabelle Hubert specifically? Was it that like really, really got you going? <laughs> um. Back then, I don't know. Yeah. I know what it is now, but okay. I don't know what it was back then that had me really going, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Well, actually, I kind of do. Um, well, like many other lesbians around the world, I always mm -hmm. had like the teacher thing. Oh, sure. And of course, who among <laughs> us? Yeah. And uh, to me, she was... Uh, a hot teacher in a movie and um, that was attractive uh, now of course now of course I understand more and know more but back then it was just the hot teacher thing sure oh, I mean something God. that I really enjoy about her in this movie is I think oftentimes we think of like powerful mature actresses as being tall and she is so tiny And it made me think of that line in um, All About Eve, when Eve, like, throws open a door. I think it's George Saunders' character goes, you're too short for that gesture. And there are so many things she does in this movie where I feel like anybody else, I'd be like, you're too short for that gesture. But she's so powerful and so small. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I can, I can absolutely talk about the small and short part in detail <laughs> when the time comes. Oh, go on, please. Take it away. <laughs> Well, I, um, I just, there's something about petite woman. Sure. <laughs> Love this. That Love just, <laughs> that just, uh, how do you say, blows my horns, or I don't think that's an expression, but, well, the thing is, I, like I am. <laughs> Love that. A horn is such a good instrument to use. Yeah. <laughs> I am like, um... 178 centimeters which is 510 in your american measurements yeah, i was gonna say we're dumb americans please uh <laughs> bring yes that down. uh 510 which i know is not like very tall but by turkish standards is tall for a woman yeah um, i think that's tall for a woman most places that's like yeah and i have what you would uh what the kids call uh a dead bud <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> very nice so um For some reason, that has turned into me just being attracted to women who are petite and shorter. Mm. And I don't, I don't mean when I say petite, particularly thin. Sure. Just like women who look like I can pick them up yeah. and take care of them if they need me. <laughs> I love so, this so much. That is <laughs> such a great type. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love the like juxtaposition in Isabelle Hubert because it's like she's so tiny and sort of almost fragile looking, but she's such a big tough bitch too. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what makes it attractive. You're yeah. like, oh, you're so tiny. It's so mean and powerful. Yeah. Oh she's my gosh. So looks... severe. <laughs> 
Yeah, she looks almost like translucent in the film. You know, <laughs> yes. like her, like like her freckles, and she's so pale, mm-hmm. and it, it looks like she's gonna like break in any moment. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think that that's the genius of the casting as well is that she's playing this character who's at once this like severe bitch, but who's also this like very stunted woman who sleeps in a little nightgown in the bed with her mummy. And like, I think you need someone with that weird combination of being so small and fragile looking and also so sort of like steely internally to pull that off. Oh, my God. Exactly. Yeah. When she's uh, when, so I knew nothing about this movie when I first started watching it. And then when it got to her, like, w- like watching, like walking into the porn shop and then going back home to watch the porn, I was like, <laughs> oh, OK, so this is what this movie is about. OK. <laughs> And the when they just focus on her staring, I'm like, oh my god! Like her, <laughs> her gaze is like so uh, vulnerable and kind of desperate, but also uh, penetrating and mm. uh, a little terrifying. Um, I had no idea she was a little shorty. Um, I thought she was a, a tallie. That's, oh, she's a, a little she is, <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know how tall she is exactly but i know she's not tall yeah and like in this movie it's all about her gaze because yeah. her face doesn't show much emotion and it's all in her eyes yeah well according to google she is five three which for <gasps> an actor that probably oh, means she's like five two <laughs> yeah she's a little one which i think makes like that you know the iconic bathroom fuck scene so so interesting to watch because i mean you know she's obsessed with this strapping young teenager he's a strapping young lad yeah he's a strapping lad he's tall and he does that little move where he like jumps up over the bathroom stall and like lifts himself up on it and but yeah he's like so physically powerful but then tiny little isabelle hubert she just yanks on his little pecker and she goes don't look at your penis. Look at me. Yep. Look, look at me. At me. <laughs> when she says, exactly. look at me, that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, man. Yeah, you know who's in charge. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to finish this to finish this movie. Yes, it should be noted Michael did not finish the movie. <laughs> um, so, so, Michael, where do you think the movie is going from? Because you still had about 40 minutes left. Do you have uh, any guesses of where the rest of the movie might be going? <laughs> so I did take notes on uh some of the quotes um but mm-hmm. uh the last line that i ended on was i want what you want so uh erica is giving walter uh mm-hmm. the list of things she wants done mm-hmm. and from this point in the movie i think in the third act it all turns around um mm-hmm. you know she bonds with her mom uh mm-hmm. and they get through some of their issues and challenges and you know, she gives Walter a whole list of the things that she wants done. Uh, so they probably figure out. Uh, so, you know, some of it is, uh, you know, not so vanilla stuff. But I figure maybe they oh, have a safe word. Like, uh, give me some sweet little kisses. You know, hold so, my little so hand. There's probably some. I, I, all right. There's there's kisses. There's, uh, you know, touching and stuff. But I also think that there might be a little bit of, um, you know, I don't know. But things on the list, I don't know. Just, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, people like that. And I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, you know, mm-hmm. but things. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, maybe she touches his butt, he touches her butt, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Um, 
maybe they kiss with tongue, you know, at uh-huh. some points. Um, but the important part is uh, he is super respectful of mm. her boundaries and of mm-hmm. the safe word that they have. And, <laughs> you know, uh, there were some, uh, you know, uh, some cutting in the movie that, you know, sure. I'm not going to address. But uh, I think maybe, you know, she gets some help. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the movie ends with uh, them, uh, you know, all moving in together <laughs> under one roof. Uh-huh. Um, and everything is okay. Now, Ega, how uh, accurate would you say that his guesses were? Well, <laughs> um, I mean, the butt stuff, I would say, uh, okay. cool. does, does come back. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for you. Don't and spoil it. There for are me. some, um, you know, you said twists and turns and there are some twisted knives to be sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Okay. But um, I really want you to experience it for yourself. I would say there is, let's say, a seventy percent accuracy. Seventy percent. That's yeah. that's generous, but okay, sure. Holy sure. moly! <laughs> yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. So oh. that's that's what you're imagining would would uh, happen in the last part of the movie that you haven't seen. Um, what were your highlights of the things that you did see in the movie? Would you say um, was a highlight maybe her pissing outside by that couple? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. She's just got a lot going on in her mm-hmm. in in her brain and her desires. Um, the peeing was definitely the point where I texted Shelly. I, I, that, that's where I was like, oh no, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's got some. You know, I completely forgot about the peeing part (laughs) until I rewatched it. And I was like, God, I hope they don't think. um, And we're like, this is is the part I need. Hearing. Yeah. Yeah, we you know, we just had to assume that you're just really into all the stuff that she does in the movie. Um, pissing outside, um, <laughs> cutting vaginas, <laughs> making out you with know, your own mom. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, who among us is I mean, right? <laughs> throwing up uh, after choking on a teenager's cum. Uh, you know, just like wait, that wait, wait. he's not stuff. a teenager. Yeah, he's a he's young man, isn't he? No, no, he's like he's like an adult. Oh, see, I Googled earlier because I was like, I think he's a teen, but maybe I'm wrong. But Google said 17, but I could be wrong. Oh, okay. Then I'm <laughs> Holy like, moly. What, fucked. what did I watch? <laughs> I will say, those, those little boys he plays uh, hockey with, they look pretty young. <laughs> oh, shit. The, this, co- this puts the movie in a completely new light. <laughs> he's a very young man. I, I just assumed he was like a 19, 20 years old guy because he's like applying to the music school or something. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know, dang. Who, who knows? It's also France. So, you know, they've got different standards over there <laughs> of how young is too young. I mean, uh, look, I huh. still I still feel like this has a happy ending. Maybe we uh-huh. find out that he's got, you know, you know, that movie Jack with Robin Williams. With Robin where Williams. He, he's a... <laughs> 10-year-old in a 40-year-old's body? Maybe, maybe we find out 
that she's also a young person and an older person. Could be. She's a little adult. Benjamin Button girl. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's got a little bit of a Benjamin Button situation. And yeah, you know, be. I'm excited <laughs> for the <laughs> piano teacher too, where we figure out. What- <laughs> Well, they, they, already, they already made that it's called happy end uh, oh wait i've another, never seen happy end it's another haneke movie but you know michael you already know there's gonna be a happy end but oh um, good happy yeah. end oh i'm excited oh, for this about this movie <laughs> oh yeah is isn't there like a big the karaoke scene in this isn't it what isn't there a karaoke scene in this that people were with Franz yes, it's, yeah. an, it's an excellent karaoke scene where they uh, where a guy sings. Um, I think chandelier. I was going to say I think it was Sia. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! What a great! I love a, can- a, a karaoke scene in any movie. So. I love it. Oh my uh, gosh! I will gosh. say uh, this: watching this movie made me miss the Michael Hanukkah um, Twitter account. Did either of you guys follow that? No. Oh yeah. A guy did a fake Michael Hanukkah Twitter account where every tweet was about his stinky cat and about how much he hated Terrence Malick. Oh damn. <laughs> it, it was, it it was, was a good while it lasted. I yeah. know. It's like all good things must end and I, I miss it so. <laughs> oh, it's a real shame. Well, so you know, this is not um you know, directly reflective of uh, all of your romantic and sexual interests, as we've established. But um, (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to like having a type, whether it's, you know, people that you date in real life or, you know, people that you have crushes on in movies, is like Uber kind of the model or is she more of an outlier? I knew you were going to ask this. So (laughs) Um, I had to I had to really look inside myself. Sure. To find the answer to this question, you know, really go back. Yeah, and, sure. <laughs> and I have realized that my type is, I have two types. Okay. Uh, one of them is more like paired in this or L or um, like Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl, who was another name. Jesus that, uh, Christ, the I, piano teacher, L and Gone Girl. Holy moly, how... <laughs> Wait, this is just just one of the types. (laughs) You know, kind of like obscene, unhinged woman who would just like completely ruin my life. Oh, another one is... Oh my God. Another one is Maureen Cotillard in Love Me If You Dare. Oh my God. I don't know if you have seen that one. Also another unhinged performance. Mm -hmm. Just like woman who would turn my life into hell. Sure. And... And the other type I have is more like Rosamund Pike in Pride and Prejudice. Love you that. Know? She's really running the gamut here. <laughs> yes, I am. I am having a moment lately watching a lot of her movies. Oh my gosh! Uh, but you know, like a super innocent, lovely, delicate sweetheart who wow. just wants to lay in grass, and I read poetry to her, and she never hurts my feelings, and. <laughs> You know, um, I don't know what that means about me, but... This is very interesting. Um, As we uh, noted in our little warm-up before we started recording, uh, this podcast yes. is essentially a Freudian analysis, and I think we're, <laughs> we're really getting somewhere today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I want to... Um, so I was looking, Is does Isabel fit 
this uh, description. Mm. So I was looking at her Wikipedia and um, here's what it says. Mm -hmm. She's known for her portrayals of cold and disdainful characters devoid of morality. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) And I was like, she fits. (laughs) I think we have a very similar type. Wow. (laughs) Cold and disdainful characters devoid of morality. <laughs> I mean, I love that for her. Yeah, I love right. That for her. I mean, that's. I'm trying to think if I've seen her do anything where she played just like a nice lady. <laughs> I don't think I have. I, 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 I don't. I don't think so. I, well, she, I mean, maybe, I'm sure she has, but yeah, and maybe that movie that she did with Hong Sang Soo a few years ago. I think she just played like. Oh yeah. A lady she who goes was, to Korea. <laughs> oh yeah, she was a really nice lady, just taking photographs. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the same impact as seeing her just be like a kind of unhinged, like raging bitch. I mean, that's definitely more fun. I mean, exactly. Even in like uh, La Ceremony, where mm. she's like being like a complete, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she she convinces a girl to murder her employers or whatever. I don't remember it well, but uh, we've all been there. We've Come been on. there. I think that's a nice lady. Yeah, I think she's nice. Yeah, I think that's a nice thing. So I think yes, this does this this does fit into my usual type. I like and that. Uh, in general, I am just into women who are older than me. So mm-hmm. um, yes. I mean, who among us? I right? mean. Uh. Do you have, so, like, yeah. your pantheon of, like, older actresses that are, like, the ones you always come back to? Oh, God. Where do I start? Ooh, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. There is. Uh, I mean, it all started with Miranda Otto in Lord of the Rings. <gasps> oh, good one. You know, per- perfectly fits into that type of, like, an absolute sweetheart. I mean, she does have a sword and she does cool things with it. And <laughs> that's great for her. But, like... Deep down, she is just like a nice girl who's going that. to be nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I mean, we have Marianne Cotillard, who is uh, my ride or die bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her. Uh, you are famously Rosamund. on the Annette train as well, right? Oh, I am. I am famously, famously on the Annette train. Yeah. I think. Love the Annette train. I love it so much, and I think it is better than every single film that people are talking about yep. uh, for, like, the performances. I mean, Adam Driver. I mean, like, come on. I mean, Ugh. he's never going to top that, is he? Like, I don't think he can. It's just so insane how good he is in that. <laughs> yes. I will say, I've always liked Adam Driver a lot. Uh, I didn't realize how much I could love him until I saw him in Annette and like knowing like how badly he wanted to do the movie and that he did his little Star Wars so that he could like make shit like this is oh I just adore him exactly it just makes me love him so much like up until Annette I also loved him you know the rudely large man (laughs) um as John describes him yeah (laughs) but then when I watched this one like I was just blown away by how good he is. Oh, he's also Marion, my darling. Yeah. Uh, oh. she's so very good. Yeah, I have I have a lot of oh Viola Davis. Viola that Davis. Is, yes. Hell yeah. Oh is, god. I mean, god. 
I want her to crush me. Yep. That is, that is same brain, same mind. I want to be destroyed, destroyed, yes. annihilated. Oh, man. Ugh. So oh, a lot. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. I have a long list, but I don't want to take all the time, you know? You, oh, <laughs> no, but these are, these are fantastic. I mean, truly hard to top these choices. I am oh, <laughs> I'm really loving it. This is why okay, we so, have So going back, you watch, I know, oh my God. So you watch The Piano Teacher at like a relatively young age and <laughs> an impressionable age but like was that like the first time you got like really obsessed with an actor or like do you remember having like childhood movie crushes before before this oh yeah I had a huge thing for Helena Bonham Carter <gasps> yes me too because it was like I am so very sorry to say it started with uh Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix <laughs> that makes sense okay. It's okay. You like and Harry Potter? Come on. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And then I think in the same year or the year after that came out, Sweeney Todd came out. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And then that was the that was the time that I really got into uh, Emma Thompson as well. <sighs> and because I got into Emma Thompson and Helena Bonham Carter at the same time, naturally, I got really into James Ivory films. Yes, I was about to say Howard's End, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Howard's End, one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, uh, yeah. And she's got the most hair anyone has ever had in that movie. Oh, it's it's just insane how much hair she has. It's glorious. <laughs> also, what I love, I mean, in her early movies, she has like the hair and the eyebrows. Mm. But then as she gets older and into MILF category, I think <laughs> the, the uh, watchers of Sweeney Todd film will remember uh, the excellent decolletage that... Uh, <sighs> The perfect cleavage yes. <laughs> that she rocks in those movies. That was very important for uh, impressionable young me. Yeah. Um, and also just yeah. like so cool and interesting to like follow her career, especially like as a, you know, a young person seeing like how women are portrayed on screen and to see her go from these sort of like English Rose characters where she's got her like perfect little rosebud mouth and her big hair and she's in like corsets and stuff. And then her, like, decide to and become she's a weird little goth club. freak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's so fucking hot in Fight Club. It is unreal. Yeah. I remember when my um, MSN messenger, do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, my messenger display name was Marley Singer, but, like, written <laughs> with weird characters because just I was just so cool. Oh, and... my God. <laughs> Yeah. What a rebellious teen. <laughs> I also had a small Ginger Rogers moment uh, just before I started high school because my grandma just showed me movies Love it. of her and Aww. then it went away. Then I got into old movies again and it came back. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I feel like because, you know, she's most famous for, you know, people who aren't as into older movies you know, for these like beautiful floating dances with Fred Astaire. But she's like a, a tough dame in those movies. <laughs> she is. She's like scary sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she's like a little spitfire. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so good. Um, so, you know, we've talked for a bit about The Piano Teacher. Um, but Michael, did you have any thoughts about movies that you would pair with The Piano Teacher? You know... 
off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of the movie um, A Teacher, um, mm-hmm. which, I mean, thematically kind of kind of pairs. Um, but because I still think that this movie has an optimistic ending, <laughs> I'm going to pair it with, I would pair it with Harold and Maude, another fun movie <laughs> about a young guy yeah. who loves an older woman. Uh. Um, that movie was a, a formative film in, in my mm-hmm. youth. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, why can't things be like that? Wow. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one, you know. Good. Younger guy I think learning. That's an excellent yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah. I do too. I think that it would be a really interesting like afternoon to watch Harold and Maude and then watch the piano teacher right after it and have Harold and Maude completely ruined for you by the second movie. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, oh. I had I had a few. I was I was honestly struggling a little bit uh to to think of pairings uh so i did you know google movies about teachers and and one thing that came up was a list of them that had mona lisa smile which good one you know julie roberts she's very attractive women's school love it and then right next to it was elephant oh Uh, boy so yet another bummer of a pairing (laughs) um but I did think back to uh, when I was like a teenager first really getting into movies and how blown my mind was when I heard about the movie Notes on a Scandal with yeah. Kate Blanchett and Judy Dench. Because I was like, oh, oh yeah. Kate Blanchett wants to fuck that teen. And then Judy Dench wants to fuck Kate Blanchett. This shit's crazy. I got to check out <laughs> that movie. What? Oh, my so God. That came to mind. Um, it's a good I also, one. Yeah, it's a good one. And I also had the thought of... Um, Manhattan, because <laughs> I think it's a nice study in contrast, because in Manhattan, everyone thinks it's like pretty, you know, cool and normal that Woody Allen is fucking a high school student, um, as opposed to the piano teacher, where the movie makes clear that this is a weird, stunted woman who sleeps in the bed with her mommy. And that's why she wants to have sex with a teenager. <laughs> so I thought those are a nice pair of contrasts. <laughs> uh, God. Also, yeah. um, this is a this is a movie that I mentioned earlier, but um mm. I, it's a movie I haven't seen since I was like 11, but there's a movie that came out in 1993 called The Crush starring Carrie Elwes and <laughs> Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go through the premise and, uh, you know, listener, if you're bored, check it out. Uh, <laughs> when 28-year-old writer Nick Elliott moves to the new city for a magazine job, Adrian Forrester, the 14-year-old daughter of the landlords whose house he rents, mistakenly makes her attraction to Nick clear. However, Nick romances photographer Amy Maddock at work, and he has trouble fending off Adrian's advances. And then it goes to a very, like, fucking, uh, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Fatal Attraction Direction. Um, It's wild. And it's one of those movies you would watch on cable, on, like, with commercials um, Mm. that would just be on TBS or something like that. Um, Absolute garbage fire of a film. But... Um, highly recommend. What, what a wild time the '90s were. 
Because, like, I always think about, you mentioned when we were talking about this earlier, you're like, oh, it reminds me of that <laughs> that one thing you're always talking about. What was it, Lolita? <laughs> Lolita. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. In the 60s, you know, Kubrick did his Lolita where it's like, wow, isn't this Humbert Humbert guy like a gross little creep, huh? And then in the 90s, Adrian Lin made a movie of Lolita. And the whole thing was like, yeah, it's pretty hot, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's a kid, but like she's like a hot kid, right? <laughs> the nineties, just different time. Just a different time. <laughs> Not a great time, but certainly a different time. <laughs> oh God, she's a real. How about you, Edgar? Do you have any thoughts on movies that you would pair with the piano teacher? Um. Oh, I, I'm I'm not going to go down the teacher road, but I'm going to go down the BDSM road, if Hell you do not mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would pair it with uh, the Duke of Burgundy. I, I don't Ooh. know if you guys have seen that one. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I can uh, read the synopsis yes. if you would like. Please do. Okay. Let me do my sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. And Avalyn is studying Lepidoptera Logi <laughs> and is in a relationship with her instructor, Cynthia. Every day, Cynthia treats Evelyn in a humiliating manner, which then leads to a series of sexual acts. Directed by Peter Strickland. Alright. Yeah, baby. I, I did not know what that word how like lepidopterology. Lepidopterology, which I yeah. only know about because speaking of Lolita, uh Vladimir Nabokov was also a, a lepidopterology enthusiast. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's a study of butterflies. I only know this because I have seen the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes. Butterflies, but yikes. Apparently, the characters are instructor and student. So, again, there is, uh, they are both adults in the film, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there is once again a teacher. What is it with teachers and BDSM, you guys think? Mm. I, I mean, I will say personally, I don't think I have ever had a teacher and not had a crush on them. Like, I think something about someone being in like a authority position and like knowing, knowing things and being competent mm. is very sexy. Miss Nick Turn, my 10th grade geometry teacher. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> I hope you're doing well. <laughs> you're going to say, like, I'm of age now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm in a committed relationship and doing very well. Um, you know, I, I don't want to complicate things. So, uh, no, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I had yeah. a, a college professor that he, you know, was very balding. He would often come in with like a bandaid on his head. Love this guy. <laughs> I was like just completely in love with him because I was like, he just knows so much about Persian poetry. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that I like that. Duke and Burgundy. That's a, that's a good pairing. Oh, I guess also um, if we wanted to do pairings based on <laughs> movies written and directed by uh, male auteurs that have a woman cutting up her vagina. <laughs> could do okay. Bergman's Cries and Whispers in which Ooh. a oh, woman yeah. puts a piece of glass right in her pussy. God dang! I haven't seen too many of those. Um, yeah, these old, I mean, old guy directors. You, you have a lot of, yeah, you have a lot of uh, vagina cutting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You're like, we can't, hmm, if a woman was sexually repressed, what would she do about what it? What would I do? <laughs> God dang. If I had a pussy, what would I do what if would I, I was sexually do? repressed? <laughs> 
you know there's so, yeah, a so. <laughs> uh, there's that movie uh little children where that guy oh, yeah. uh cuts his oh dangling my god off. i know it <laughs> yeah um so you know i wouldn't pair it because i feel like that that's like a, an emotional speedball um sure. but uh so you mentioning it reminded me that another one of my like teenage first movie crushes was Kate Winslet oh. and I remembered this because you know I said I had lots of Anne Hathaway DVDs I also yeah. had lots of Kate Winslet DVDs oh, Kate and, I Winslet. Brought, <laughs> and I brought back the little children DVD back home with me <laughs> so I could watch it again <laughs> amazing uh, oh and that's perfect because fun... I mean I had a big Emma Thompson crush as a teenager still do and I mean what better you know double feature do you have than Howard's End and Sense and Sensibility just perfect I mean ooh, her playing a a steady older sister in both oof Hmm. I love it she's just so commanding and so thoughtful and so rational oh god what a babe what a babe (laughs) well I think we got some some good pairings there um and Listen, guys, I don't know if you're <coughs> up for the competition, but I did put together Uh-oh. a little trivia game. How are we feeling? I'm, I'm up for I'm up for competition. A couple of uh, friendly competition. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, you know, some some friends just doing their thing and <laughs> nothing bad about it. Nothing bad you know? about it. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't want to stack the deck here um but michael based on the subject matter of of this trivia game i am pretty sure that egg is gonna wipe the floor with you oh well okay now now that you're saying it you're like rising expectations (laughs) if if i fail then it's gonna be much more embarrassing for me humiliating if you fail this oh god you'll never live it down Now that you've prepared me to lose, uh, I'm I'm prepared to be absolutely humiliated, um, and I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> right, good, <laughs> that's the attitude. Generally, right. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, guys, this game is a little game that I like to call Milf Mania. Don't don't. <laughs> This is a very special trivia quiz about our favorite middle-aged and older actresses who we all love. All right. If you want to buzz in, say your name, and I will call in the person who says their name first. Are we ready to go? All right. All right. Yes. Question number one. This pint-sized redhead made her American film debut in a notoriously expensive flop Directed by New Hollywood's premier chronicler of Russian roulette. (laughs) I got some quite complicated phrasing in these questions. (laughs) This one is, Um, I have to say, for this episode, this one is a bit of a gimmick. Yes, this this is, uh, may I answer? Yes, please. It is Isabelle Huppert. Excellent. Uh, Oh, nice. (laughs) The director is uh, Michael Curtis. Mm. And the film is oh shit, what was it? Um, 
This is so bad. This is embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. We just need the name. We only need the actress name. And that you got with fucking flying color. All right. Okay. Good. So Isabelle Hubert made her Hollywood debut in Michael Cimino's Heaven's Gate. (laughs) Did I say Curtis? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Close enough. We got a Michael C. Yeah. All right. That was very good. That was very, very good. Question number two. This Academy Award winner with the best arms in the biz shared a passionate kiss in a 2018 film with an Irish actor once described by Angie Dickinson as being hung like an Evian bottle. Best <laughs> arms in the biz. Mm-hmm. I am, might be I someone am who's going come to up. say... Yes, I have the answer, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am going to say it's Marion Cotillard, maybe? Ooh, not quite. No? Well, not she... quite. It's so a 2018 film where she shares a kiss with an Irish actor Ooh. with a huge dong. I'm, I'm just going to say my name, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. answer. I'm, I'm actually just going to complain um, <laughs> that... Uh, Linda Hamilton has the best arms in the biz, and th- you, you know that's going to be very confusing for me. Um, you, uh, because you actually make a really she, good point there, Michael. Her, and then uh, Viola Davis's arms are pretty fucking jacked as well. And I, what did you just um, say, Michael? Yeah. Hmm? Viola Davis. Say? I said Viola oh. Davis. Would you say Wait, that was your answer? That's my answer. Why not? <laughs> okay. Ding, ding, ding. You got it, what? Michael. What? What? <laughs> Viola Davis shares a passionate kiss. In the 2018 oh film Widows. Widows, yes, <laughs> yes, right. Widows, I saw that movie. Okay, hot it dog. Was once described by Angie Dickinson as being hung like an Evian bottle. Holy shit. <laughs> nice. Oh my God, Good I job, Oh, God. I have seen Widows, but I completely forgot about that kiss. Oh, uh, Steve McQueen. Yeah. Uh, we are neck yeah. and neck. Oh, my God. This is right. so stressful. Well, I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. <laughs> Question number three. Which honorary lesbian owns a bronzed pair of prosthetic elf ears? Uh, Michael. Um, uh, Michael, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to... Look, I don't know anything about this <laughs> or who has the right to be called an honorary lesbian. But mm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> guess and say Kate Blanchett. Ding ding ding! Uh, again, Honorary I don't know. Lesbian, Carol Star, Kate Blanchett owns a pair of prosthetic elf ears from the Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh. This is this is embarrassing because <laughs> I knew the answer. I just <laughs> you got to be quick on the trigger, baby. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Question number four. Which British actress and real life Mrs. Bond is featured in a meme set to the score of Carol in which another beloved MILF stares at her in a roundtable interview with horny longing? I again, mm-hmm. I know this. Go ahead. Is it uh, R- R- Rachel? Uh, Weiss? Yes. Rachel Weiss. (laughs) Rachel Weiss was featured in a meme with the Carol score being stared at by Katherine Hahn. Yes. All right. Number five. Also, Rachel Weiss, another honorary lesbian uh, who spit in Rachel McAdams' mouth. Love that. Oh, God. (laughs) 
the best. <laughs> okay, number five. This Mexican actress and producer revealed to David Letterman that she prayed for tits at a church famed for miracles when she was a teenager. Michael. And it worked. Michael. Simon Hayek. Is this uh, a... Wait, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, Michael, go, go. Is it going to be Sama Hayek? Yes. Okay. (laughs) You said prayed for tits and... God... I mean, when you say tits, the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, is Sama Sama Hayek. Hayek. (laughs) I really really was prepared to lose this. (laughs) No, you're doing a good job. I just some points. Like I'm proud of you. (laughs) Okay, number six. Though she's been in several horror stories, this blonde actress is also known for her love stories with beloved New York theater lesbians, decades older than. I get, I get, I get, I get. Sarah Paulson, obviously. (laughs) Then Holland Taylor. Come on. I was like, ah, who is it? Ah. And let us not forget Cherry Jones as well. Oh yeah, Um, I know. uh, That's a that's a good one. That's a very dramatic relationship. Cherry Jones. That's that's for another time. What did I last see her in? Was she in uh, Succession? Succession. Oh my god, Mm -hmm. Cherry Jones. I saw her in something else like very recently. Yeah, it seems like she's in everything. Yeah. If they need like a, a, a powerful older older woman, Cherry Jones. Yeah, someone, Cherry Jones. someone who's in theater and stuff, old powerful. The exactly. eyes of she was in the eyes of Tammy Faye, and she was really? pretty good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she is. I watched that movie and immediately forgot that I watched it. Yeah, so, <laughs> I saw it last week, so that's why it's still fresh in my brain. <laughs> oh man. Okay, guys, we are neck and neck. It is three oh, to three. That and is we are on such a the surprise. last question. What? What? This is the last one. It is the tiebreaker. Okay. So get okay. ready to say your name as fast as possible. Question seven. In a recent episode of this very podcast, we noted that Jennifer Lewis played the mother of Whitney Houston in The Preacher's Wife, despite only being six years older. Lewis is one year older than this actress who played her daughter in What's Love Got to Do With It? Uh, uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. Angela Bassett. <laughs> oh, Ega, this is humiliating. <laughs> this is um, just... I feel like this last question is unfair because it was related to an episode that you guys did. But... <laughs> it, was, it was a really unfair setup. It, this is the wildest, most unfair setup for this game ever. Yeah. Uh, Shelly, you stoked competition between two <laughs> two new friends and two new pals. And look how it has ended. Tragedy. I like to watch the world burn. But you know, <laughs> but I'm not a I'm not a sore loser. Um mm. so I'll I'll let Michael have it because wow. you know he's a he's a they're a, they're a new friend and yeah. um Yeah, I'll just cry about it later. Look <laughs> Here's the thing. Very dignified of you. Shelly, you, 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 I'm going to say I, that Sama Hayek one, uh, I snuck in there like a, like a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I didn't finish the question because I knew I was like, he's like, tit, like you, you pressed a very primal button in, in one Michael Stevens. And, and, um, I just have to say hmm. that, um, you also said the floor is going to be wiped with me and that I'm going to lose 
And whenever someone tells me I can't do something, I got to remember I'm a black person in America. I have to, I have to succeed, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. maybe next time, you know, we facilitate this with a little bit more decorum, Mm -hmm. a little bit more honor. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Also, you know, I have to say I was kind of set up too now um, because you kept saying that I was going to win this and it made me really stressful. I was like, well, what if I lose? What am That's I going to so say to pressure. all my yeah, all my Twitter followers who follow me for my mm. extensive MILF knowledge and sure. now like they're going to find out and like yeah. my whole thing is going to be over and that made me like really, really stressed. Mm. I don't feel good about winning this. And I yeah. don't, uh, I think no, we just. And it's, it's true. You both are exactly right. I really, I screwed the pooch on this one. I, <laughs> I set everyone up for failure here. And because of that, because this really was not a fair competition, um, I think I'm going to officially state that um, you both lose. So congratulations what? to you both. Bullshit. Wait, 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 wait. Bullshit. No. Bullshit. No. No. Oh. Kids, this is right, this it wasn't is, fair, it wasn't fair, so you know, uh, everyone's a loser. <laughs> no, no, we uh I I am willing to take the losing side no, if it means, if it means Michael plan. is gonna win. Yeah, I, I am willing to sacrifice no. my reputation. That is no. beautiful. Wow. Hmm. No, I've I've profited in a new friend. I say <laughs> uh we have both won. And oh. Shelley, you are unfortunately are playing the role of the institution and the yes. hegemony and uh, uh yep. you've got to be taken down you've got to be dismantled i'm sorry wow. yeah i don't like I this mean, in practice Shelley, but how, i appreciate it how in dare you do this yeah how dare you do this I don't know. I mean, you've been to Middle East now. You're supposed to know, you know. My culture is not your costume. Mm. Mm. Wow, Preach. guys. I feel like I really learned a lot today. <laughs> I've got a lot to reflect on. And I really, I'm, I'm going to take this to heart. And I'm really going to think about it all. So I just want to thank you both for the lesson. As, as you should. As you should. You're right. You're right. Oh, wow. Uh. You know, it's not, it's not your job to educate me. But I really appreciate that you took the time to do so anyway. So. I mean, you know, as the piano teacher educates <laughs> the, the young hands mm. of the, um, the girl. Yeah, yeah I'm probably I, a little bit like the girl with the glass in her pockets, but... <laughs> Yes, I know you, you, you are the one you are the one who put glass in our pockets. Oh, but me God. and Michael, me and Michael took our coat off and <sighs> we said we are going to face the cold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Oh. Much, much to consider. Much to consider here. Wow. Well, much to think about. Much to think well, about, Shelly. While I reflect on all of this, um, Ega, do you have anything that you would like to promote? <laughs> Oh, (laughs) well, I do actually. Mm. Um, Well, I'm going to do a film. You know, you introduced me as a filmmaker, which I will be this Uh summer when I make my film. Um, Well, I'm just going to promote my Twitter, which is Ingrid and... um, Oh, I I actually don't know what that thing is called. When it's like a dash, but it's like... Underscore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, Ingrid underscore... Uh, that's my Twitter, and 
I'm going to have a podcast soon in March called oh, yeah. uh, The Soft Focus uh, <gasps> about films. Yes. Uh, so if you just follow my Twitter, I'll announce, I announce all my film stuff, podcast stuff there. That would be really Amazing. nice. And we will definitely be tagging you in our posts leading up to this episode. Um, yeah. And then. If you want to follow us uh, to you know keep up with new episodes, you can follow us at Everyone Is Hot Pod on uh, Instagram and Twitter. That's Everyone, as in the numeral one, not O N E. Everyone Is Hot Pod, and please rate us five stars. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you leave us a review where you tell us about your stealth sex symbol, we'll read it on the goddamn podcast. So yeah. you know, yeah, leave us give us five stars. Give us five, if you don't give us five, five. stars. Don't even fucking bother. You've looking done. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, this five been... stars or get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Five stars get the fuck out. <laughs> That's what we always say. <laughs> this has been an absolute delight. Ega, thank oh. you so much for being here. Oh so my god, this is so, so fun. This was so fun. Thank to you so me. much for having me. Of course, my god. Uh, so, guys, if you could just do Michael and I a huge favor. Big favor. Just enormous favor. And it's please. gigantic, huge, like a like swelling, huge, mm. big old, <laughs> yes. you know. Swelling, huge. <laughs> Engorged favor. favor. Yeah, yes. that's the, that was the word. And please, stay, stay horny. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.